Hello, hello, I'm Michelle, and this is the Bookkeeping with a Purpose podcast, the podcast for anyone wanting to learn church finances and how to serve the local church with excellence. I am a church finance consultant, and I am also an enrolled agent who specializes in minister taxes. I have had the honor of helping churches ensure compliance in all areas of their finances, as well as helping ministers with their unique tax status for the last decade. In this podcast, you are going to get the very best advice on how to properly handle all things church finances, payroll, and minister taxes, all with a healthy dose of Jesus. So grab a notebook and pen, my friend, to take some great notes, and let's do this. Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you so much for joining me again this week. Um, I know I have talked about this before, but with it being the fourth quarter and Christmas time is coming, I thought it was um, a good idea to do a love offerings uh, podcast again. And specifically, why are they taxable to staff members? I get this question asked so much. And as I've said previously, one of the most heated debates <laughs> and heated topics that I get when I teach Church finances is the love offering. So what I'm going to do today, my goal today is to share with you why they are taxable to staff members and to let you know that it's not just me saying it. It's not just those that are giving you guidance, trying to give you a hard way to go or to take money out of your staff members' pockets. It is actual IRS tax code. Okay, so I'm going to give you three main points here. The first one is the tax code imposes an income tax on, quote, all income from whatever source derived, end quote. Okay, unless it's specifically excluded somewhere in the tax code. And this does include compensation for services, including fees, commissions, fringe benefits, and similar items. The reason that Generally, you're taking a love offering to give to a minister or another staff member is because you appreciate the job that they've done. You want to give them a little extra bonus. You want to show them, you know, your appreciation for what they do. Well, this is considered compensation for services, according to the to the IRS and to the tax code. All right. So the first reason why love offerings are taxable to staff members is because the tax code said it does, which really that just stops <laughs> the issue right there. There's no reason to go forward. But the second reason that I want to give you is that it also states that funds given to any employee or for the employee's benefit by or on behalf of an employer is not considered a gift and it is taxable income. So that means if you take a love offering up and you give it to the pastor's wife, taxable income. If you take a love offering up and you want to help purchase uh, a new bed or pay some medical bills for a family member of a staff member who lives or is under the primary care of that staff member. It is, again, according to the IRS, for the benefit of that employee. So it is taxable income to that employee. Even if the employee does not get the money, even if the funds are taken to, say, you um, your pastor's mother-in-law is living with them 
and they're having to take care of her and she needs a hospital bed. The church decides to take up a love offering to purchase a uh, hospital bed for that individual who lives with the pastor well. The IRS can say it was for the benefit of the pastor because the pastor didn't have to pay for it himself. Okay, we may not like it, but that is what it is. The only exception to this is for traditional gift items such as a ham or a fruitcake are not taxable. And I'm just saying, if you're going to give me a ham or a fruitcake or something else, you know, edible and you're going to charge me tax for it, you can just keep it. Okay. Um, Gift cards. This is another way that churches try to get out of taxing, uh, paying taxes. Gift cards are considered a cash equivalent, which is taxable income. So trying to be sly and taking a couple of thousand dollars and, you know, if you've got a staff of four, you go and you buy four $500 gift cards, give them to your staff members as a Christmas gift the amount of those gift cards is taxable income and should be added to the W-2. All right. And then point number three I want to make is that the courts have consistently ruled that funds given to employees are taxable income. So it doesn't matter even if you, the church announces that they want to take up a love offering for the minister. Okay. And the love offering is, regardless of how much it is, we'll say it's a thousand bucks. And you give it to the minister, even if you tell the church members, okay, you're not going to get a tax deduction for this. We want you to give however much you want to, but the church still collects the funds and get, even if they um, write the check out to the pastor directly. I have a lot of churches that will try to do this. Even if your members write the check out to the pastor directly or put it in an envelope with the pastor's name on it, if the church collects those funds and hands them over to the minister, it's going to be really difficult if that minister gets audited by the IRS to prove that it was a non-taxable gift. It's just the way the IRS is. I don't like it. A lot of churches don't like it. But you can't. it's very, very difficult to prove that you did not give that extra gift because of the services that the pastor has done in the past. And that You know, you want to reward them for that. You want to say thank you. You want to show appreciation. And that's that connection is that it's related to services or as it says, um, specifically compensation for services for, you know, because they're the bomb diggity of pastors or your church finance director (laughs) or your church secretary, which are so undervalued. People, I'm going to get on soapbox here for just a second. Of all the people in your church, yes, your ministers put in long, hard hours that you will never see. But you ask any good pastor who helps him succeed at his job besides his wife and the Holy Spirit, it is that church secretary. 
because that church secretary does way, way more than you will ever see them do. And they know so many things. Um, So you need to, even though it's taxable income, I do highly encourage churches. There is, um, I don't remember what month it's in. It may be in October, somewhere, September or October, Administrative Professionals Day. Or even if under, um, you know, Ministry Appreciation Month in October, please take a moment, take the time to do something to show your appreciation to your church office staff because they are awesome and they help keep that church rolling. All right, so (laughs) that's my little mini soapbox. Um, I hope this has been helpful again to recap the three reasons why love offerings are taxable income to your staff members is number one, because the tax code said it is, because it is taxable income on all income from whatever source derived, unless it's specifically excluded somewhere else in the tax code. And this does include compensation for services. Number two, funds given to any employee or for their benefit, which would include immediate family members by or on behalf of an employer is not considered a gift and it is taxable income to them. Okay. Unless it's some little doofy thing like a ham or a fruitcake or something insignificant. And number three, the courts have consistently ruled that funds given to employees are taxable income. So we don't want to fight the big bad IRS because sometimes they're a wee bit grumpy. Um, They have very, very, powerful uh, collections as the United States Internal Revenue Service is the largest collection agency in the world, okay? Um, So you don't want to have to go up against them. I know we don't like to pay taxes, but recently um, our pastor is doing a series through walking us through 1 Peter, and he talked about a couple weeks ago about how we need to that all of our governing authorities are put in place by God and that we are to obey them unless it goes contradictory to the word of God himself. And part of that obeying that governing authority is paying taxes, whether we like it or not, whether we agree with it or not, we do need to pay the least amount of taxes that are actually due. Okay. So there are other things that you can do with your pastor's compensation package that can help lower his tax liability, but love offerings is not one of them, okay? So thank you so much for joining me again today. I hope that this has been helpful to you. Um, I am working on plans for 2024. Yes, I know that sounds crazy, but tomorrow is the beginning of November. So we've got to start planning for next year. I'm excited about things to come. So remember to um, always uh, strive to make an impact and not just an income in this world. Yes, we need to pay our bills, but more importantly, we are here to show Jesus to others, and that is so much more important. And then always remember to look your best, do your best, and be your best. Talk to you soon. Thanks. Bye-bye. Thanks again for listening to today's episode. If you learned something new or were inspired in any way, please do me a huge Omongo favor and leave me a fantastic five-star review on Apple Podcasts. It helps more people to find the show and then share this episode with someone who you think it could help. Until next time, my friend, be blessed.